Hey, good evening, Top Fans. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry, another clubhouse coming down the pipe with somebody that's been not only in the clubhouse before, been on a few clubhouses and has put some material uh, written that's on the website. Want to welcome David back into the clubhouse. David, how are you? I am loving everything except for the fact that my team somehow can't get its acts together, which seems to be a running theme every year. Every year, but we're going to talk about that. So yeah. let's remind everybody in the top fan rivalry world who your team is. My team is the fight in Philadelphia Phillies, owner of the third best record in all of the NL, the NL East. <laughs> there you go. Hey, they're on a five-game winning streak right now. So, but, you know, yeah, I mean, and the Mets may have two of their best players going to the IL. So, yeah, who knows? But yeah. talk to me about how you feel like they've started out this season. I think – They've played right into what I've, what I've been talking about um, when we had the whole big get-together at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. It, it was We kind of had a big start. I listened to our season opener on the radio going to work and then coming home from work. So I'm like, all right, this is, this is fine. Like Castellanos, Schwarba, they were all able to just – they were able to gel together and make a really fearsome punch. And then – we started to slide and I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll recuperate. Went on vacation for 10 days and apparently find out that, you know, we've been sucking. Joe Girardi got is about Joe Girardi's basically about to lose his job. And we've basically lost all trust within our players. And then the literally the day after I come back, Joe Girardi's fired. And I'm like, all right, who, who are we going to get? Bob? All right, come on, come on, Bob, let's go. Let's go have some fun. And we've been on a five-game win streak ever since. And I don't know how to feel about it. Just part of me wants to pinch me because it's still a dream. Part of me just wants to leave it alone. And a part of me just wants to just say, you know, shut up and go for the ride. <laughs> how about how about option D, all of the above? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll sh- I, I, I want that one, please. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's so interesting with baseball. It's such an ups and downs game where – I mean, take the Angels, for example. The Angels were on the doorsteps of taking over first place from the Astros, and now they're on a 13-game losing streak, and the Astros have been winning during that time. And I, the Angels are – if they lose tonight and Texas wins, I believe they go to third place. So That won't surprise me in the slightest, and we can thank the Phillies for having three of those losses, especially, <laughs> the, one from, especially from the one on Sunday which turns out never leave the game unless you know what's going to be final. I learned that the hard way on Sunday. Yes, you did. Yes, you I'm, did. You. I'm, kicking my, I'm kicking myself so much at that. Just, and uh, you left before Bryce Harper's Grand Slam. Yes. Yes, we uh, did. I Whoops. I, I'm done talking about it. <laughs> whoops. On that note, let's continue that. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> All right. So, Go, so, go so deeper, why don't you? <laughs> go deeper. I'm, I'm going to ask kind of a two-pronged question because they kind of lead into each other. Okay. Right? And so it's kind of – we're not halfway through the season yet, so I don't like to use the word negatives. Mm-hmm. So we'll use the word concerns. But tell me some of the positives that you've seen from the Phillies so far this season and tell me some one or two of the things that you're slightly concerned about. Uh, I'll start with the concerns just so that way I can get that out of the way. Okay. Uh, concern one, we need – stronger bullpen outings 
it's been a running theme for the past 10 or 15 years with this club. We keep going dumpster diving for bullpen pitchers and nine chances out of 10, they don't do beans. So we all, I just want to see bullpen help because that's the one thing that we need. We have starting pitching. That's a four headed monster that I don't want to deal with. We have the hitting. We have Schwarber, Harper, Castellanos, Vilmuto. We have all that. We're fine there. It's just the bullpen that we need help with. And I mean, now that I hear that Hector Neres is apparently one of the best closers in the game, now that he's left us and is in Houston, it makes me feel sad. Um, but it's just one thing that we have to that we have to consider. Uh, cautiously optimistic thing, whatever. Number two, we have to stay healthy. I mean, we lost Gene Segura for a little bit of time with an injury. Um, Harper is basically on the verge of having Tommy John. He's yeah. now DH for us. So it's like, all right, you know, it's great that we have him as DH, but I miss his feeling. I really, really do. Um, I just wish that there was more. I, I feel like in this age, everyone is just prone to going for the long ball. They don't care for the small ball aspects of it. They don't care for stealing or hitting and bunting or sacrifice bunting, especially now that the pitching aspect is the hitting from a pitching perspective is gone. I just wish that there was that little bit of excitement, that little bit of, you know, stealing a base, going for a hit and run. Even if it backfires on you, it just shows that you're willing to try new things out and just willing to, you know, go outside of the norm, go out of your comfort zone and just really try to make it your own game. You know, it's funny that you mentioned you let off with with bullpen help um, because I was talking to Brett and Oscar, the pandemic crew. Yeah. I asked them the same question and they gave me the same first same answer. We need more bullpen. Mm -hmm. We need more consistency. Yeah. So it's interesting that you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. I, and I think one thing that we could be optimistic for is 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 that hitting is that starting um, rotation, you know. Even though Harper's our DH now, he actually can do really, really well from that role. We have a lot of new people coming up with a um, um, shortstop that we had that hit the walk-off home run, stop, uh, stop. Uh, we have Mickey Moniak, we have Alec Bohm, who's starting to actually look like a good fielder and a, and a somewhat reasonable hitter. Um, if we can just have that consistency in terms of hitting, and just play a little bit safer ball, then I think we have a decent enough chance of trying to make it a bit more interesting once we get to September. Yeah, no, I agreed. I, I completely and totally agree with you on that. Um, the Phillies are fun to watch. I mean, I, I said this to you offline, but the Dodger Phillies series, the three in LA and the four in, in yeah. Philadelphia felt like they were playoff series. Yeah. yeah. And it's they were just fun to basically watch. Basically, we're the, we're the cardiac kids of the 2020s. <laughs> it's the best, but it's also the absolute worst. Can I just tell you, every time I see Alec Bohm, I think of Jason Worth with yes. the long hair, same, yes. wears the same number. Mm -hmm. I, every time I think, man, didn't the, is this guy going to ever retire? Are they the same dude? <laughs> yeah, well, well, Alec Bohm doesn't have a full-on beard yet, so you got to yeah. give it some time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, so here's what's interesting. Here's the next question. Here's, I'm interested to see your take on this. So the next 25 games, mm -hmm. okay? 
The next 25 games are going to be unique for you guys because you play the Nationals eight times. You played the Mariner, I'm sorry, the Marlins three times and Texas twice. Um, But you also play the Cardinals, you play the Brewers, um, you play the Padres. We're playing the Brewers right now, so. Exactly. So, so tell me the next 25 games, what does that look like for you? What, what are you looking for out of the next 25 games? Besides for going 25 and 0, let's be, let's be <laughs> yeah, realistic. I'm just going to be right up. I'll, I'm throwing 25 and 0 out the window. Um, <laughs> just because the, the inner memester wants me to just be like, yeah, we're going to go 25 and 0. Woo. But no, I'm, I'm going to be honest. This, this is something that I listened to on the radio the other day. Mm-hmm. You can, if you can go out into a game, or go into a series and you win a game. All right, that's cool. Great job. If you go out there and win two games in that series, it doesn't have to be consecutive. It could be you win game one, you lose game two, and you win game three. If you get the series win, that's fine. You have a lot of you have a bit of momentum going as you go into the next one. If you can somehow sweep, you have a whole lot of you have a whole lot of potential in basically dictating what you do for that next series. It's just a matter of can everyone keep clicking and keep going for that place and and that routine? Now that you mentioned about going against Washington and then going against the Marlins, it certainly is an interesting prospect because both of those teams, everyone's quick to write off, but they got some really, really interesting pieces, especially the Marlins. I think everyone, and I'm hating myself as a Phillies fan, for saying this, but the Marlins are a bit of an underdog right now because if you look at them, they got the pitching, definitely. They got, they have some hitting, but I think that the main problem with us, and this is another one of my concerns that I completely forgot until now, is that we have a tendency to play down to competition. We don't necessarily have the full fight in us for the full nine innings. Like, we'll kind of be half awake, half asleep throughout the first four or five innings. And once the sixth inning hits, we're like, oh, wait, we have all this talent. Let's use them to help us win games. I think it's really important that we have to stay consistent. We have to stay on our A game, stay on top of competition. And, you know, if we can win, if we can win 10 games, just a little over half, I'll be happy. If we win more than that, you know, the more the merrier. If we lose more, if we basically, like, if we only win, like, eight or nine games, I i don't want to say that the season's done, but it's almost close to it, even though it's only June. Yeah. Well, keep in mind that that there's extra wild cards this year and things like that, but I agree with you. Um, which leads me to a question that I asked Oscar and Brent from the Pandemic Crew. Um, and this is a thoughtful question. I, I'm curious to see what your thought is. If, if you could have a 10-game winning streak, okay, mm-hmm. or you could win 10 series in a row, that means two out of three, two out of three, two out of three, three out of four, whatever, yeah. which would you prefer to have, the winning streak or the 10 series wins in a row? I would prefer the series because just if you can win 10 in a row, it's like, okay, cool. You're showing that you're dominant, you're – you have all this momentum going towards you, but at the same time, you don't have that opportunity when you lose to look at, you know, what could you have done better? And sure, you can you can argue the same thing in terms of when you're on a winning streak and you see that you're 
cleanup hitter goes 0 for 12 with six strikeouts and four walks and three ground outs or whatever. It's important to take that time, especially if you're in a losing effort, to just get that, just get that little reminder that, you know, you're not always going to be the 27 Yankees. You have to understand that, you know, winning is not everything. Like, yeah, sure, it's what brings home everything. But losing every now and then bring, is a good reminder to bring yourself down to earth, to humble yourself and just to be more, not at peace, but at least get a little bit closer to it, whatever that means for you. See, and I totally agree with you. I, I think winning 10 games in a row is great, mm-hmm. but it, it puts strain strain on the players, okay. right? Because you're looking at it going, oh, wow, we won five in a row. Okay, can we make it six? Can we make it seven? Can we make yeah. it eight? Right? Mm-hmm. Versus just winning series. I'll take the series win every time, yeah. right? Take mm-hmm. two out of three. Take, I mean, and if, if you had 10 series wins where you took two out of three, you know, that means you're going to go 20 and 10. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah, which is great. I mean, mm-hmm. the you know, I don't know that. Well, I think they actually do now. Cincinnati Reds actually do have 20 wins, but it took them 55 games to get there. <laughs> They'd be happy with that. Right? Yeah. And, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's funny that you also mentioned the Marlins because I think the Marlins are very, very, very underrated. Not this yeah. season. But I think mm-hmm. in the next year to two, you're going to see the Marlins make a big splash with a lot of that young talent that they have over there. And partially because when you're talking about the National League East, you're talking about the Mets, you're talking about the Braves, you're talking about uh, the Phillies. You're not talking about the Marlins. You're not mm-hmm. talking about the Nationals right now, right? So less stress on the players, and they go in and they take two out of three from you, mm-hmm. right? So that's, to me, that's, that's interesting that, yeah, I like your assessment of that, David. That's you nailed that pretty good. I've um, been known to go, I've been known to go on philosophical rants every now and then. So listen, he, David Socrates humble. Right oh God, no, not this guy. We Socrates. We're gonna nickname you're now nicknamed Socrates. <laughs> I'm, I'm not Socrates. Oh great. There you go. There you go. Righteous, okay. righteous dude, righteous. There, there you go. Socrates. Here's my last question for you. All right. Roster moves. Okay. You're, you're 50 plus games into it. You guys have made a ton of roster moves. Some of them because of injuries, some of them um, for necessity, but do tell, is there specific roster moves that you liked? Is there ones that you haven't? Hmm. I haven't been really, I'll be honest. Um, I haven't been caught up in the whole roster moves. Just because, you know, I'm focusing more on the games itself. But if we could get a bit of shuffling from bullpen, I think that would be the best thing that we can do. Um, just at least getting some exposure for the, for the for everyone that's down in the minors. Just because, you know, a little taste, it's going to really whet the appetite for everyone once they go back down so that they can then hone on their skills and then really apply themselves more agreed agreed and it and that uh, across baseball people people don't talk about bullpen pitchers because they're not the guys that are going to come up and be all sexy and hit 60 home runs they're not going to win 20 games Mm -hmm. Um, but the guy that comes in and can you know perfect example against the white Sox last night david price came in with with uh first and and third 
two outs on a, in a zero zero game and he gave up three doubles in a row. Wow. Okay. That's not good when your bullpen guy comes in and gives up three doubles in a row. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, so I like that. So I, yeah, good call. Good call. You, okay. Here's so something so oh, quickly. Before, um, I just, I just remembered this, you know, going back to when the, when they officially announced the MVP votes and everything right. back in when, it, when it was, when they split it off into two leagues, which was back in the forties, the very first person to win it for the Phillies was Jim Constanti. Constanti in 1950 appeared in 86 games, most as a relief pitcher. He is regarded as the first relief pitcher to have won the MVP and to some extent has led people like Dennis Eckersley, Trevor Hoffman, and even Mariano Rivera in achieving the status that they have today. Yeah, that's, and that's a good call because it's, um, again, relief pitching is key. It's vital. It's what people, what people don't understand about the value of that relief pitching is it's unreplaceable, right? Mm-hmm. And so forget the closer for a second. I'm talking about getting you from the sixth to the ninth, ninth inning, right? You got your closer for the ninth inning, but who takes you from the sixth to the ninth? Because a lot of these starting pitchers these days, they're not pitching much past the fifth inning. No. You need, right? you need, you need the firemen. You need those firemen. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Well, Socrates, this has been fun. You have done awesome, right. David, as you're usual. Gonna, you're going to introduce me to Socrates for the also awesome make. I'm just going to be like, <sighs> okay. Yeah, I'm telling you, when, when you come back on, when we, at the end of the season, we've got that group of guys and gals on again. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're talking about how our predictions played itself out. Mm-hmm. I will introduce you as Socrates, and it will be so much fun. We're going to have some fun with this. This will be a joke between you and I and yeah. everybody that's listening to this on Top Fan Rivalry. Right. It's like it's like you're just gonna give me a text of like Socrates. I need your philosophical understanding of this. Please exactly. This Help me understand. That I can, please explain this to me in terms that I can understand. Yes, translate for me, please. Put this into Billy's. There please. you go. Well, top fans, I always enjoy talking with with everybody. David's one of my favorite to talk to. The way that he breaks down the game, the way that he thinks about the game. Um, and the way that he thinks about his team, the Phillies, is phenomenal. So by all means, please make comments, um, message us on Instagram, tell us what you think. Uh, David did write an article about uh, autism in baseball. It's up on the homepage at topfanrivalry.com. If you haven't read it, please go on and read it. Feel free to make comments. There's a comment section there. It's been fantastic. David has, has David slash David Socrates has been awesome. Uh, to top fan rivalry. He's a great baseball guy. So David, I am so glad that you joined us tonight and look forward to having you on a bunch more. Thanks for having me. Bill. That's so great. <laughs> you, you bet. We're going to, we'll have some fun. Top fans, enjoy this one. Let us know what you think. <sighs> Thank you David. so much. Ben. You bet. Have a good night. You as well. Thank you. <laughs>